Welcome back to Sports Comments. Our next topic, the MLB has proposed potential salary cuts. And really quick, we kind of had a main discussion about this. Go check it up. Up there, I think, there's a little white icon. We discussed Blake Snell's uh, one of those corners. Um, so now the MLB has officially proposed potential salary cuts for the 2020 season per Jeff Passan. Uh, it could be a drastic decrease. If you make 35 mil, you go down to roughly under 8 mil. 30, under, a little under 7, 25 mil to 6.05, 20, 5.15, 10 to 2, to about 3 mil, and $1 million to 434,000. Warner, should the MLB cancel the season? Please, there's only one right answer. Absolutely not. Why would the MLB cancel their season? Um, you know, we're, we're not even in June yet, and the baseball season goes through October. So we have plenty, uh, plenty of time. To um, to play ball, play ball really. Um, we're not gonna be able to fit a full season in, but we can fit 80, 90, 100 games in. And uh, the salary cuts, while they're drastic, that's no reason why we shouldn't play. I mean, the the players in the league they like their money, but they like the, they have the love of the game as well, and and they're still making a good amount of money. Now I know it's a drastic cut, but that's no reason to stop playing ball. If we were in a completely different world circumstance, I would absolutely agree with you. But, like, guys like Blake Snell have said uh, on a Switch stream, I'm going after the risk of my life, so I want my money, okay? So, from a player's perspective, they're not – Here's the thing, though. Here's the, I, I don't really think they're risking their lives. I know the disease is dangerous, and um, most likely – athletes are going to get many athletes are going to get the uh not the disease but the virus but these guys i mean they're they're all in their 20s and 30s uh maybe a few players in their 40s so the likelihood that they will you know risk their life it's not like they're going to play in the middle of a war zone um and again i can't stress how dangerous the the, the illness or the virus is but these guys most likely are not going to die or be seriously harmed uh, from from this from this virus. Okay, that is a that is a fair argument. But all I'm saying is, from a player's perspective, you know, I honestly wouldn't believe like like let's say July, right? Because that's currently the NBA um, target of return is July. So if the MLB were to return in July. First off, that's half the season practically gone. The MLB is not in the NBA situation where the NBA was heading the final cup of a week. Like right now, we're supposed to be in the West in the conference finals, gearing up for the finals around next week. Yep. The NBA was getting ready for the for the playoffs already. The MLB is nowhere near that. The NFL, we don't even have to think about really until September 13th. So the MLB is in a different circumstance. If they were if they were in the NBA spot, you're absolutely right. Don't cancel the season because we want to see a champion. But for this year, the, the players, from their perspective, they're not going to want to play. And actually, don't, it might not happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lockout. Well, here, here's the thing, though. Uh, you know, from my point of view, I, I play ball. Um, now it's nowhere near the MLB level. It's just it's a summer team. But uh, 
But here's the thing. I, I want to play baseball, and I'm not getting paid to do it. In fact, I'm paying a, a good amount of money to be on the team and have the uniforms and the coaching. But, you know, I'm just still – I still want to play ball this summer. I still want to go out there, um, do as well as I can to set myself up for future years, um, whether, whether that's college or, or the draft. And these players, they're not setting themselves up for college or the draft or even making the AAA team. But they're still setting themselves up for greater success and, um, you know, bigger contracts and, and a better chance of making it into the Hall of Fame. Welcome back to Sports Timelines. If you are new to the channel, make sure you guys smash that like button, hit the post notification bell, and subscribe for more daily content. Uh, we've done a really good job this week with uploading new content for you guys, and we continue to do that for you. If you're listening to us on our Spotify platforms, I mean, podcast platforms, excuse me, Spotify, anchor.fm slash sports headlines, and uh, Apple Podcasts, make sure you follow us there and go. When I head over to YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Also follow us on Twitter at Sports Headlines 8 for Kobe and on IG at Sports underscore Headlines 4. We have Warner Saker back with us uh, for a new episode of Sports Headlines. So, Warner. What's up? Yep. So, we have a we have a nice episode for you guys really quick. But first, we want to address what's happening in the uh, current world. Uh, tragedy struck in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and Louisville as protests has turned into riots in regards to the death of two unarmed, unarmed black people at the hands of police officers, George Floyd in Minneapolis, and Breonna Taylor in Louisville. We at Sports Headlines would like to send our deepest condolences to the Floyd and Taylor family, and the outpour from athlete celebrities have been widespread. From Carson Wentz, who's at Gertz to the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and much more. Warner, how important is it for athletes and celebrities to use their platforms to uh, raise awareness for these types of issues? Well, you know, um, when you have the, the platform and when you have millions of people or thousands of people following you, taking account what you say, and, um, you know, really, really caring about you and your life, if if you don't if you feel like you know this was the wrong thing to do then you have the best opportunity to speak out because if somebody like me or somebody in my family speaks out none of us are famous athletes or actors or anything but then say if you know LeBron James speaks out and with his millions of followers on, on social media and his access to the sports networks that that really just raises a whole lot more awareness um, and and more is more likely to uh, cause a change. Yeah, I think it's equally important, not just for people like LeBron to speak up on this, but for like, like I said, Carson Wentz, Zach Ertz, uh, who aren't your black athletes, who are typically the ones who speak out on this. It's just as important for them to speak out on it as well. I agree with that. I agree with that. Welcome back to Sports Timeline. So the next topic, two of the most hyped teams going into the 2020, 2021. Not, yeah, 2021 yeah, yeah, season. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, are the Packers and the, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers? The endless debate. Warner, who is under more pressure this year, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Um, you know, <clears throat> I do believe that um, both of these quarterbacks are under pressure. 
I do believe that both of these quarterbacks are under above average pressure, um, more pressure than the average starting quarterback is, and not just because of their talent. Now, the one per, the, the the player with who's under the most pressure is Tom Brady, because and it, listen. Uh, I'm going to tell you why Tom Brady's under the most pressure, and I'm going to tell you why Aaron Rodgers is not under the most pressure, okay? Tom Brady's under the most pressure because he was signed um, to a contract to a team that is has aspiring young talent, explosive offensive weapons, and, um, you know, a team that believes they're ready to win now. And so they brought in a quarterback with six Super Bowl rings, 20 years in the league, and who doesn't turn the ball over, basically the opposite of James Winston. So... When you bring that guy in, you're it's really it's it's Super Bowl or bust. And um, if the Bucks the Bucks might not even make the playoffs, they might not make, win their own division because they had the Saints uh, in their own division. Okay, so that's the reason why Tom Brady is under the most pressure. Now here's why Aaron Rodgers is not under the most pressure. You ready? Jordan Love is not NFL ready right now. This year. He would not be a quality NFL starter. Also, Aaron Rodgers is not under pressure because he got this many weapons in the draft. This many. So if you give a quarterback no weapons and draft his successor, who's not a threat really to start, unless the Packers start one in one in nine. Jordan Love is not going to play this year unless it's in some garbage time wins. So that that's why Aaron Rodgers is not under pressure. Again, lack of weapons, and Jordan Love is not quite ready yet. The more faces you make does not mean – I mean, that water bottle is interesting, but that does not mean Aaron Rodgers is under these less or, or more pressure. Oh, my gosh. Aaron Rodgers is under more pressure than Bill, Bill Russell's rings, okay? Oh, my God. First off. The Jordan Love draft, draft thing, and the fact that they got him zero weapons besides Devin Funch, GS, how, how do you say his name? Devin He's Funches. not even a weapon. He's not even, right. right. There's a reason why he came to us on a one-year, $2.2 million deal. No other team wanted him. Exactly, okay. That's exactly why he's under pressure. The That's team. why he's not under pressure. Okay, okay, first off. How are you going to have expectations when you have nobody around you? Okay, first off, first that's off. Like, that's like, that's like the, the, the Pittsburgh Pirates having expectations. Who even is their best player? <laughs> Who do they have? I mean, they don't even have Sterling Marte anymore. Oh, yeah, they're right. You're right. But anyway, um, so, Jesus, my mic is a little yeah, complex. Today. Like your piece. Yeah. Um, let me go with the exact re- I'm going to start with Brady like you did. Brady doesn't have the normal pressure anymore. Brady has LeBron pressure, the Kobe pressure, the MJ pressure. He has the pressure of – hold on. He has the pressure of main your, – your mic is out. Sorry, I was, I was kind of muttering. What even is LeBron pressure, hold Kobe on. pressure? What even is that? Hold on. I, I, I came up with my own system like Max does, except mine is based off of logic and not stupidity and inconsistency. Um, sure, go ahead. Tom Brady has the pressure 
of being the greatest quarterback of all time. Because this mm. decade alone, he's been the five mm, five Super Bowls. He's won three of them. So in ten years, he's won he's won the five Super Bowls, won two MVPs, which is the exact same as Aaron Rodgers. Just just throwing that out there. Brady's won the most recent MVP. You want to know one? You know, you want to know one other thing too? Here's why Brady's also won the pressure. It's him versus Bill Belichick. If Jared Stidham and Bill Belichick go and win, make it to the championship game. What really is Tom Brady? Tom, as I said, the Saints are in that division. Tom Brady might be a, a ten and sixteen and not make the playoffs in, in the loaded NFC. So I mean, it, what what if he goes ten and six? The Patriots go like 11-5, win the division, go to the championship game. The Bucks don't even make the playoffs. I mean, this, this is the kind of pressure that he's under. It's more than just being the greatest of all time and having to uphold his legacy. His his legacy is is Mostly set, but not completely, because a lot of people think, myself included, that if you know Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers, or some of these other great quarterbacks in this day would have had Bill Belichick as their coach, they would also have if Brees six had wins, Belichick, seven wins, eight wins, rings. You know, I mean, it's just it's a totally different monster when you have the greatest coach ever combined with one of the better quarterbacks ever. Really quick to to patch up on what you said about Brees. Brees may be the most underrated quarterback of all time, and I'm saying that because why is he every statistical category a quarterback can have, either Brees or Rodgers have destroyed, okay? Brees has somehow never won an MVP, and he's only won one Super Bowl, and that's credit to until these past three, four years, the Saints not giving him anything on really no no defense ever. Mm -hmm. The past few years has gotten better. No run game. Until the past few couple years, hey, no you offensive line. Gotten better because of Cam Jordan. Check out the the top twenty NFL players on YouTube and uh, all podcasts and platforms. Drop. He's up there. Six he's up there. Today. He's good. He's real yeah. good. He, top twenty. He's okay. He's all right. <laughs> he's good enough. Yep. Makes top a list. One. Is he the only Saints player on the list? Give our fans a little. No, he is not. But you might be surprised. Um, there. are – there are less than four Saints players on the list. And you might be surprised who doesn't make the list. Mm. We're going to have to have an argument about that because I know who it is. We're going we're gonna to have to talk about this on the next episode. I, I have a little problem with your list, sir, Skip Bayless. Nah, that, that's offensive. Nobody can be Skip. That's offensive. Maybe list. It's a good list. If you really look in depth in, into, the, into the film and the numbers and what they bring to their team, it's a good list. Speaking of lists, I'm doing an NBA top 20 players and that will be coming out how about tomorrow let's make it tomorrow the debut of sean's top 20 nba players list will come out tomorrow warners will wrap warners will wrap up uh what's today friday sunday monday two days i think two days from now yeah all right so let's get back to the topic at hand um but katie better not be number two huh katie better not be number two kate he better not god better not be Anyway, you uh, can be on the list. Don't get me wrong. But just sp- not speaking of me. which, make sure you watch uh, Action's podcast exclusive. Link will be down below in the description. If you're listening to us, watching on YouTube, go watch or listen to my top five NBA players when healthy. Warner Sanker, Kevin Durant's on that list. Let's get back to the topic. Anyway, um, Tom Brady has the pressure that LeBron, Kobe, and MJ did, and that's the pressure of performance. Forming like like 
let, let me give you this example. If you so look does at, Aaron Rodgers. Wait. wait so does Patrick Mahomes. Wait, wait, wait. In terms of, like, normal pressure, LeBron doesn't have the normal pressure of just of, – of performing and being a good player for his team because his legacy is already cemented. That third win for – that third title with Cleveland, his legacy was cemented. He no longer has the pressure – that I, I would say Steph still has like normal pressure to me because he was a part of the greatest team, regular yeah, season team has, has of all played, time. But like LeBron doesn't have James Harden type pressure. LeBron doesn't have Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's only in my top five because of how dominant he is skill wise. He's now we'll get to that next. Um, he LeBron doesn't have the the pressure that I don't know Paul George has. These are all examples. These are all great players. But LeBron's pressure is in a different stratosphere. Tom Brady's pressure compared to Aaron Rodgers is completely different. Tom Brady. So, so you just said he has more. You said it's in a different stratosphere, and you had your hand up here. Right. If, if this one's bigger than this one. If this one's Tom Brady, you just said he has more pressure. Uh, we're talking about the normal pressure, because Tom Brady, because Tom Brady's pressure is only for the goat status. But for, like, normal play and, like, to perform this year, Aaron Rodgers has way more pressure, and here's why. They drafted his replacement in a year with a star-studded wide receiver class. Not saying that next year's pretty good, too, but this year is star-studded. They drafted his replacement, zero wide receivers, okay? There's tension, like, Matt LaFleur, I mean. Okay, listen, listen, hold on, hold on. Okay. That is definitely a reason why Brian Gutekunst Matt LaFleur and the Packers front offices. But Aaron Rodgers doesn't control the draft. He doesn't he doesn't draft for the Packers. Otherwise they would have taken seven wide receivers okay. and maybe a tight end. Okay, yeah, he doesn't control the draft. But do, do you think it's uh, just no reason at all why the Packers they get one? Not one. You tell me that they don't get the greatest, the most talented quarterback in history. One what do you think that's a coincidence? I get what you're saying about the Packers front office, but that not one? That's a coincidence? I think not. I think I think it was poor judgment on uh duty goods. I think he he thought he was doing the best um for the Packers, but um, you know, I, I think he he didn't want to reach for any wide receivers or, or any players, which is he reached for the elite wide receiver class. Well, you, you still can reach. You can take, like, K.J. Hamler in the top ten. I mean, Hamler's a really good player. I'm not saying that really stupid. Good. I mean, come on now. Maybe John I, Gruden, but. <laughs> third round pick, Josiah DeGuara. Where, 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 where's, my, where's my folder? Who was that? <laughs> exactly. Watch him go for ten touchdowns this year. Sorry, Josiah. 70 catches, 70 catches, 1,000 yards, touchdowns. Catches a game-winning touchdown, the NFC title game. Aaron Rodgers chokes in the Super Bowl. Okay, you didn't need to go that far. Come on now. Headlines. Uh, we have a real classic debate here involving the NBA and LeBron James, um, formerly known and still known as the greatest player in the league. About by what uh, most, anybody says. By, by most um, analysts. Now, Sean. Yeah. LeBron may be the best player in the league. Um just talent-wise, but who is the MVP, the most valuable player this season of the NBA? Well, first off, we were we were in the midst of a great 
MVP race. Like, think about it. LeBron had just beat the Bucks, where he shut down Giannis the entire fourth quarter. Bam, Corona. <laughs> and then the following game, he just has a lights-out performance on, at home, really, but on the road against the Clippers in a big-time game. Um, so we were gearing up for in a, a fantastic MVP race. In the playoffs, uh, too. In the playoffs, yeah. But, yeah, we were really gearing towards a great MVP race. And with that being said, LeBron James is the MVP of the season. Giannis has a great argument. The number one argument probably for Giannis is body of work through the entire – not saying LeBron's body of work wasn't anything special, but Giannis – wasn't like Kawhi. Like, Kawhi was just taking, you know, every Sunday off. Yeah, every every – Shoot, you sure it was Sunday? I mean, he might have, shoot, he had three planned scheduled days off a week. Hey, Doc, you know, I'm going to take Tuesday. No, give me Wednesday, too. I forgot Santa Monica's birthday was Thursday, so I'm going to take four days <laughs> off this week. Um, but for, for, like, a body of work perspective, Giannis, that's probably the number one argument for Giannis. But I always find it interesting and great, true greatness, when, like, you have – Another superstar on your team, and you go out and you average 26, 8, and 11 assists. First off, in your 17th freaking season in the NBA, Kareem was not this good in his 17th year in the NBA. Let's get that straight, okay? Kobe, due to Kobe had an Achilles. Right, he had an Achilles and the injuries, his shoulder. Just like Kevin Durant. Second best player in the league, I don't think so. Kobe was like 30. Kobe was 58 when he tore his Achilles then. Okay, KD is 30 in the middle of his prime. Kobe was in his prime. Kobe, Kobe was, was in his prime. What? Running the D'Antoni off. He was not in his prime. You are absolutely out of your mind if you say 2013 Kobe was in his prime. Not after he tore his Achilles. I mean... Just like KD? I'm saying before he tore his Achilles. Just 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 look look at the look at the look at the uh, look at the book. I would like everybody to keep in mind that this is a single season, one season award, not a career achievement award. With that being said, the NBA the NBA MVP for this year absolutely should be LeBron James. Um Giannis was averaging thirty points, twenty-nine point six. Um, 14 rebounds and six assists, which are tremendous numbers. He was shooting 54, almost 55% from the field. But LeBron averaging almost a triple-double um, with 11 assists on, you know, really playing point guard, but also at the same time playing wing for the Lakers. Um, really, I think, priming them for a championship run. LeBron just – even though he has Anthony Davis on his team, uh, he's playing in a much, much more um, heavily balanced, uh, you know, not so top-heavy conference. Uh, the East has about four or five good teams, but then the rest is just garbage time. Uh, easy teams you might want to try to put up 50 against. Uh, but the West has, uh, you know, consistent good teams, eight or nine good quality teams who can put up a fight against you. And LeBron's really just rolled through that with uh, the Lakers holding the one seed. Uh, himself averaging a double double with with assists too, 
So he's playing the point guard spot. He's averaging eight rebounds, and he's still putting up an average double-double with assists. And that's the truly spectacular part about it. And, uh, you know, as you said, the way he was coming down the stretch, <clears throat> the first few times against the Clippers were really letdowns for a lot of people who were hyping up the LeBron-Kawhi thing. But he, he's turned on the Jets. He's getting ready for postseason LeBron. And uh, it, if the season – yeah, if, if the season would have kept going, he would have – I think he would have ran away with it and the Lakers would have ran away with the one seed. <clears throat> uh, really quick, the close the argument. So 2018, I'm not going to say James Harden did not deserve MVP. I'm actually quite happy for Harden. I'm glad he won MVP. Eh, glad it's a stretch. But I'm happy for the fact that he won MVP that year. Um, but LeBron, I feel deep down, got robbed. And what was the number one reason why they say LeBron was not going to win? Well, there's two reasons. One, he already won it four times, and that's not what the media wanted to see. They didn't want him to win it again. But the main reason why was, oh, LeBron, you're in the East. It's so easy. James Harden is doing this in the Western Conference where the, where, the, where the competition is way more superior. Okay, LeBron's in the West. Giannis is in the East. Using the media's hypocritical uh, statements, LeBron should have won – I mean, not LeBron. Harden should have won MVP again last year, right? Just based off the dirt. I also got to say one more thing uh, regarding Kobe Bryant, his 2012-2013 season before he got injured, he averaged uh, six rebounds, six assists, and 27 points. That's pretty prime. No. Go watch 06 to 2010 Kobe. That's his prime. Maybe a little bit earlier. Pretty much. You, you're talking about uh, like 2004 all the way to 2010? He was averaging about 27, 28 points, points per game. He, he's, he's just that good. I mean, he's still, he, was, he was still pretty prime. That was Kobe's prime. 2013, he did what he had to do because he's – Kobe's prime, most... I think, was 05 to 07. I mean, he was averaging over 31 points. Mm, I think I'll, I'll stop it at his last rank. You have to stop it at the last rank. I stop it at the last rank. 07, yeah. was, 07 was legit Kobe, but I stop it at the last rank. All right, moving on to the next topic. Warner, the Baltimore Ravens are one are probably the most overhyped. Uh, not overhyped, but they're one of the most hyped-up AFC teams. Like, obviously, the NFC has the Packers and the Bucks. The AFC is the Chiefs and the Ravens. Are the Ravens the favorites to win the AFC? No. Um, who just won the Super Bowl, Sean, if you could refresh my memory? Uh, Kyle Shanahan, or did he choke again? Yeah, he choked again. Oh. Um, <laughs> Man, it, it's got to be the Chiefs. Today. The Chiefs, they, they got a, they got a real running back. Um, that they, they drafted a, a real good running back. Um, they, they filled holes in the draft. They had a good draft. If you watch um, the draft recap video, they were in one of my winners of the draft. Um, but the, the, the Chiefs got to be. They, they really, they didn't lose too many offensive weapons. They added to the offense, and they didn't lose too much on defense. In fact. I think they made some really good additions to the defense, especially the linebacking core, uh, which was really, you know, one of the problems. Um, I think the Chiefs should easily be the favorites in the, uh, the AFC. And, you know, I think the Ravens still are um, my favorite for the two seed. I think the Ravens and the Chiefs are some of the only real teams that are, like, competitive. You know, I, the Bills are proven year. The Titans have a proven year, in my, in my opinion. Uh, the Steelers have a proven year. 
But I think the Chiefs and the Ravens are going to win the divisions. They're going to be the top two teams in the AFC. But I think you've got to give the edge over to the Chiefs. Um, first off, to answer your, to respond to your draft video thing right there, I think I already did that. Um, I think there's a couple of teams who deserve the top, like one of the higher spots for um, Waters all gone to the point. Um, uh, I think there's a couple of teams who deserved to be winners over the Chiefs, but that's neither here or there. Um, Why's that? The Chiefs just won the Super Bowl, and they didn't lose anybody. I thought Shanahan won. No, Shanahan can't win. Not in the Super Bowl, Sean. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He screwed that Ryan of a ring. I'm playing. Uh, you remember that Julio Jones catch? Um, in the Oh, man, that was so good. Uh, yeah. And they were actually up by eight at that point. That yeah. should have sealed the game, really. Who knew that they would blow a 28-3 to lead? Actually, you know, well, let's have a poll up here. Which was worse, the Falcons blowing a 28-3 to lead at the start of the fourth, if I remember correctly? Or the Warriors blowing a 3-1 lead? Warriors in the same year. Uh, Months apart. What That's a game. Crazy. Oh, my goodness. That year was so much better than this year. Oh, yeah, 2016, simple times. Actually, not simple times, but um, better than this. <laughs> um Actually, comment down below if you guys want me to do a uh, rewatch of either the Falcons Patriots Super Bowl or the Game Seven Cavs Warriors. I also did a rewatch of LeBron's epic uh, go argument ceiling Game Six against the Celtics in 2012. But back to the topic at hand: the Ravens are not the favorites; they're not even my favorites to win the division, in my opinion. And here's why: what? If Ben is back, which he is. Ben comes back. I thought you were, I thought you were going with the Browns. Oh wow. Okay. Oh. At least it's not the Browns or the Bengals. I mean, what's Joe Burrow gonna do in this first year with the Bengals? They're not gonna go thirteen and three. The Bengals are still a team. I think actually I think Ohio State may have taken their spot in Ohio. Yeah, yeah, I think Ohio State was I think they beat the, the Bengals thirty eight to three and then blew the thirty eight to three lead. Um but anyway, um if Ben is back and healthy they already have one of the best offensive lines in football. They have maybe the best defense in the AFC, especially since acquiring Mika Fitzpatrick. Okay. Um, they have one of the best defenses in the AFC. Yeah, they have TJ Watt, who yeah. was number 13 on your oh, list, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yep. The only Steelers, unless you're delusional, on that list. Um, I mean, you, who else would you put? Mika, I guess. He's the only real standout. The Steelers' defense is a cohesive. Man. Put Ben Roethlisberger on the list. I'm like, thirty three to three, thirty three to three. Ben Roethlisberger did not make my list. Oh, that was that was funny. Um, well, back to the point. So, um, they already have, like you said, a cohesive defense. Mika and, and TJ were two of the better defensive players last year in the entire league, especially since M- since Mika got the pit. Um. Yeah. Minka was explosive. He was explosive. If Juju, okay, Stephen A. Sanker. If if um if Juju is anything like he was when A. B. was there, the offense already goes from here to the well. The offense already goes from here to there because Ben is back. So then you go from here to here with um the with Juju being back, and then I think James Conner will be better this year. So then you go from there to there. The Pittsburgh Steelers may be one of the most complete teams in football as long as 
everybody is healthy. And therefore, I think, and, and listen, with no Big Ben, they stole a game, like a high-rate robbery from the Ravens last year. They stole a game. And actually, it was competitive both times. They stole a game. The Steelers are the favorites to win the AFC North. Therefore, the Ravens are not my favorites. So then who is your favorite? The Chiefs. I mean, come on okay, now. Okay, okay. Come on now. At least we're on the same page about that. Come on now. I thought you were going to go with the Steelers. The Steelers. Who, who is it supposed <laughs> to be? The Colts? Caleb Rivers can still do it, by the way. No, we can't. Here's the here's the thing with me. I real quick. I I don't think Big Ben is is going to be all that great. I think he's going to be a capable quarterback, but he's coming off a baseball injury, and the one time we saw him last year, thirty three to three. So that was against a historic defense, by the way. So chill out. That's true. All right. We're going to close it on one last final topic. So, Warner, ah, there's been a lot of hate on Baker Mayfield lately. My Baker Mayfield from, oh, I don't know how you make a U. So, oh, you? I, I don't know. Um, maybe that? Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe, maybe that. I don't know. Um, is Baker Mayfield on his way to becoming a bust? I don't think so. Um, Baker Mayfield, I think, is going to be a capable quarterback in the NFL. Um, you know, his rookie season, he was sensational. He really um, – I, I don't know if I could say this legally, but he really put the Browns on his back, um, leading them to an almost 500 record. Um, man, poor Browns fans. I'm just Back saying. then, it was such an accomplishment to finish. Poor Browns fans. <laughs> Anyways. But, uh, you know, I, they, they upgraded their offensive line, which was a big problem. They, they got another weapon for him in Austin Hooper, although I think they did overpay for him. Uh, he really bumped up his stats in the garbage time win with the Falcons. But, um, you know, I, don't, I, th- I think he's going to be a good quarterback. I think he got a little too cocky. I think he was trying to force passes. I think he got enamored by it. Sorry about that with the mic. I think he got yeah. enamored with his receiver, with his receiving core, um, with you know Odell and Jarvis Landry. But he's got two star running backs. He's got two capable tight ends. He's got two star wide receivers, and he's got a, a revamped offensive line. A revamped, yeah, a revamped offensive line. Um, and I'm really excited to see how Jedrick Wills plays in the run game and the pass game. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think they have a young core. They have a good team. Uh, you know, Odell's locked up, and they're not even paying most of his salary right now, idiot Giants. Um, and, but you, you know, Dave Gettleman. Mm. But, Sorry. Uh, got a little stuff in my eyes. Uh, in your eyes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got you. But um, I don't think he's going to be a bust. I think people are, are being too impulsive with the Browns. Um, being as bad as they were for that stretch of time, that seven and nine record, I thought, you know, they had so much hype. The Titans stomped them in the first game. And oh, um, yeah. then since oh. then, Baker's just been a bust, which I think is just unfair to the man. Right. Um, really quick, I want to start by saying shout out to Ice Mountain. I mean, wow. I guess their water bottles are just so interesting when you're I know. See, they, they, added a new, they added the new green color. To the water bottle. You see that? You see that tiny stripe of green right there? Oh my god! Stands for the Green Bay Packers. Go pack! <laughs> I can't even rip a bottle package off. That's hilarious. Um, Baker's not on his way to be a bust. For one, he had one of the worst coaches in the league last year. Two, he had a. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Let me let me defend Freddie Kitchens a little bit. Why you do that? He, I'm gonna rip this he off. He is a capable football. He is he is a capable football mind. He is not a capable football personality or leader. He, if he would have just stayed as the OC over there in Cleveland, they would have hired a, a, an actual head coach. I think things would have been very different last year. But you know, Freddie. Freddie Kitchens kind of got screwed over, uh, but he I think he got a little too anxious. Good for you, Sean. I'm proud of you. Did it. Thank you. Thank you. That's all the validation I needed in my life right there. I love You're it. Welcome. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, my God. Just made my day. Um, um, Ky- Baker Mayfield had the Kyrie and the KD disease last year. Where they just need to shut <laughs> up. Like, stop talking, stop talking to the media. Like, KD needs to eliminate social media from his life and never log on to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, none of it. Kyrie just needs to skip. He Take whatever. If they find him, take the fine. Just shut up. Baker, finally, he came to his senses this year. He's, he's coming with a different approach. I think that will help, okay? So, like, and Mark Spears, who I respect a lot, he, he said this last year as well. Just shut up, Baker Mayfield. And that's what he's doing this year. I think with an actual culture this year, but Kevin's just, mm, I don't even want to say his name. I don't even know. I don't want to. Stefanski? Yeah, Stefanski from your Minnesota Vikings. Um, oh, 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 oh. And Andrew Barry. They actually have some sort of culture this year. Um, I think they'll make the playoffs. Their, their division is stacked this year. You know how I feel about the Pittsburgh Steelers and there's uh-huh. obviously the Ravens as well. I think the Browns will make the playoffs and Baker Mayfield will have a quiet sleep. I'm, I'm going to say it right now to end this show. He will have a dark horse MVP season. And let me cut your camera off. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's today's show. Make sure you guys like, share, comment, and subscribe. Tell us if you guys have any, uh, Thoughts for us, take the Packers jersey off now before I show up in a Jordan Love jersey. <laughs> um, we'll continue doing what we do. Warner, Warner 6 through 10 reveal will be today. Go check out our Twitter page. He showed us who number eight is. May surprise you. And I will be releasing the debut of the NBA Top 20 Players. Uh, this has been Sports Headlines. Follow us again on Twitter at Sports Headlines 8 or Kobe and on Instagram at sports underscore headlines for, I think that's right. Yep, that's correct. Yep, that's correct. What's not correct is how the Packers have treated Aaron Rodgers. R.I.P. Aaron Rodgers. R.I.P. R.I.P. May Aaron Rodgers rest in, rest his soul in a Minnesota Vikings jersey. Yes. I hope that happens. So I can be so petty so what in the world? <laughs>